First, he is in Israel, Rabbi Yudin. We get the opportunity to hear his words from the Holy Land as we close out the book of Beratius. This time, each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. For me, it's good afternoon. I'm on the way back from Davening Mincha at the Kotel. And I stopped at a gas station on back roads at Sur Hadassah. I'm looking over Hooray Yerushalayim. Man, okay. And I can tell you the following, that what a thrill. And there there are certain things you're permitted to be jealous of in the sense that, hey, wish all of you were here. And you should plan to be here. Plan to be here for a visit, to recharge your batteries, plan to make this your home, certainly when you retire, and if you're smart, even before. This is the place to bring up your children. Now let's start. Good have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayasi. Incredible. This is the parasha that Yaakov dies. And in this parasha that he dies, the Torah calls it Vayasi, just like why? Because when the Torah describes at the end of the parsha, incredibly, and there are no extra words in the Torah, the Torah says, if my memory is correct, that he picks up his feet, Yaakov Avinu, and he puts them on his bed, and Vayigva, literally he expires, Vayayoseth El Amad, and he was gathered unto his people. The Torah doesn't use the words, Olam Haba. But if you want to see Olam Haba, look in this parasha. What does that mean? It was gathered unto his people. It means that the Shema, after it leaves the body, there is a very special place that he goes to. And that's where the soul of Yaakov goes. And that's where all the souls of righteous individuals go as well. In this parasha, we have the famous Yaakov blessing all his children. Basically, he's saying each one should live up to their potential. And we know that his grandchildren, namely the children of Yosef, Ephraim, and Menashe, he gives them that blessing. They are the equivalent of a Ruvain and Shimon, meaning that Yosef becomes two Shvatim, two tribes. And he says, to his two grandchildren, that literally the two of you will be the model and the usage of how Israel blesses parents, grandparents, throughout the years have been blessing their sons. What's so special about these two fellas, Ephraim and Anasha? And I'd like to suggest one possibility, and that is as follows. All the other Shvatim, the sons of Yaakov, they grew up literally under the tutelage of Yaakov Avinu. That God and Asher and Naphtali and Zvulun, that all of them turned out to be righteous individuals. Wonderful. Look who was their mentor. Yosef in Mitzrayim where literally the culture was so anti what Yaakov and Yosef stand for, and that Ephraim and Menashe are able to overcome the challenge and retain their stronghold 
on Yiddishkeit, and Yiddishkeit at that point was very few, but listen carefully. It was Emunah, belief in God. It was Brismila. It was not to intermarry, which was very, very challenging for them at the time. And there's a fourth one as well that they, uh, that they had to uh, have. Believe me, Eretz Israel, the, the love, the connection with the land of Israel, the bris of Eretz Israel. So now, what do we find? These men who underwent the challenge, they were elevated to become Shvatim, Ephraim and Menashe. I'd like to speak today about a different challenge, about the challenge of end of life. Yaakov, Yaakov prepares, and he looks and turns to the, the son who is able to administer what's going to happen after Yaakov takes leave of this world. Take Yaakov's name out and put your name in. And each person, why we don't want to focus on this on a daily basis, but you've got to take the time out. And you have to um, acknowledge that this is self-color Adam. This is the end of all man. And therefore, we have to prepare. We have to prepare, first of all, what is known as a halachic will. What does that mean? If you have a secular will and you go to a lawyer and you sit down and you say today that after I pass on, this is how I want my assets distributed, you should know why this is not in accordance with Jewish law. Because after a person passes on, they are not in a position to transfer any of their possessions. You need to make a Kenyan. After you, a Kenyan is a, a, literally an acquisition to transfer from yourself to somebody else, children, institutions, whatever it is that you're doing. You have to do it mechayim. You have to do it while you're alive. You go to a lawyer who knows Jewish law, and what's happening is as follows. It's still yours till a minute before you die. You can change, and you can say, I don't want to give it to this person anymore. But what you do is, very simply, as of now, you are giving it to them, but it becomes theirs a moment before you pass. That's the first thing. The second thing you need, a halachic living will. What does that mean? We all want to die like Yaakov Avinu. Halavai, we will. However, today we know there's, there's circumstances when a person could be in a hospital and things need to be done and he is not, the patient is not in a position to say, do this or don't do this. Put me on a respirator. Don't be on a, put me on a respirator. Put me, yes, dialysis, no dialysis. Today, unfortunately, just like a supermarket, no, I don't want this, I'll take that. You can go to the hospital and you are the, the balabayas. And the answer is we are not the balabayas. It's not our body. We have one responsibility. Our responsibility is to prolong life. I did not say prolong suffering, prolong life. And the halacha acknowledges just that, that we want to prolong life. And therefore, I'm going to tell you an incredible story. This story happened. And I, I heard it from a rav who heard it directly from Rav Zilberstein. A doctor was treating in Israel a terminally ill patient. And the patient said, enough, must pick, pull the plug, I don't want to live anymore, etc." And the doctor complied. And the patient came to the doctor in a dream and said to him, what did you do? Had I suffered and stayed on the machine longer, I would have gone straight to Ghanedin. Incredible, this is what the patient 
said to the doctor in his dream. And now I have to go someplace else until I will go to Gan Eden. And the doctor comes to the rabbi, Rav Zilberstein, who we all heard of, and he said to him, what do I do? And Rav Zilberstein said, the best you can do is you will influence your students and other doctors and tell them that what is right and tell them what is, quote, wrong. Dr. Murray tells us, and this is halacha, it's Shabbos, it's Yom Kippur, and God forbid a building collapses. And what happens? Doctors say the person that's under the building is probably dead. What do we do? Get the bulldozers. Maybe there'll be chaye sha'ah. Maybe there'll be another moment of life. And each moment of life is precious. And that is the very important lesson that we need to take away from Parshas Vayachi. People should understand and know that there is no choice. There has to be a kura bikarka. You have to be buried in the ground. Above ground burial is not in keeping with Jewish tradition and certainly not in keeping with Jewish law. And these things must be known because unless people are aware of this while they are alive, too often children who, quote, mean well, just don't do the right thing. So the halakhic living will, why is that so important? You find and you, in your mind you identify and you put down in writing a relative or a friend who is a proxy who will make decisions with you in consultation with a rabbi and you put down the name of the rabbi. And that way, very simply, I can tell you one more time, we're looking to prolong life and not prolong suffering. I want to end on a positive note. The note being that my Yaakov, just as Yaakov is, his children are alive, Yaakov is still alive. And that is the message of Parshas Vayachi. I take this opportunity from Sur Hadassah in Eretz Yisrael to wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos and truly Chazak Chazak Venis Chazak. Shabbat Shalom to all.